Hello everybody, and welcome to this, the first episode of a new podcast that I have titled, probably kind of badly, A Cup of Nepenthe. Um, so, this podcast is a self-quarantine positivity podcast, uh, because everyone is basically in the same situation right now, where we are not supposed to go outside, and it's kind of hard for some people, so I wanted to give... A little bit of something to whoever wants it and whoever needs it so that they have a little positive podcast once a week until hopefully everything is better <laughs> i'll be honest when i saw the when i saw the copy and i saw the words quarantine and positivity in the same sentence i wasn't sure i was going to be up for it but <laughs> now that you've told me the actual premise i'm feeling much better <laughs> I mean, and this is uh, the benefit of this is this is a show that is destined to not have an, to just fall off the face of the earth. Like if there's not yeah. if there's not another episode, either everything's gone real, real bad, or everything's fine again. Everything's fine, yeah. So the aim is to have at least one of these a week where we just talk about stuff, uh, give you some places to go to cheer yourself up, and you know. I don't know, do a podcast, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Today, I am joined by Kinross and uh, Cam. I, I guess I should say Crovaload if I'm saying Kinross, but I'm just going to say Cam. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, if you would like to introduce yourselves. Well, I was going to say Kinross that this, the, the, this is because it's the weird thing of my, my handle works as a name, and that is why you call me that. No one mm. actually goes around calling Cam Crovaload. Oh, Unless I you would rather, I, I, <laughs> would, I would you rather no. that I was like, Please "Hey, Crovaload"? <laughs> um, I just changed my, I just changed my PSN, like because you have to put your full name for your yeah. PlayStation Network ID. Uh, I just changed that to uh, my first name being Crover and my second name being Load. And <laughs> I never want anyone to call me that ever, Mister Load. <laughs> I, mean, I only did it because obviously I've been streaming more recently. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's not. <laughs> Why is it a thing? I don't understand. Sony, sort yourselves out. I mean, yeah, because it, it shows to you, but you can say, actually, I don't want anyone to see this version of my name, but yeah, it is the one it's... that is on your main screen. It's yeah, and the, and the settings to kind of make that happen are so obtuse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same guy from those other shows that we do sometimes. Let, let's just assume that no one listens to Permadeath. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you are a man. I am a man. Uh, last I checked, someti- yeah. sometimes I do things other than wake up and work. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. How, how do you introduce? Cam, how about you? You go for an introduction. Hello. Yeah. So my name is Cam. Uh, I'm known. As mentioned before, I'm known in the circles as Crovaload on Twitter and Twitch, which are probably the most relevant places that you'll find me. Um, I'm in quite a, a quite a fortunate position in that whilst in quarantine, I am free to work from home, uh, which is a luxury that I know not a lot of people have. Um, but in as well as that, I also um, am quite a big big Dungeons and Dragons guy which has only been kind of galvanized as a result of all of this uh, I stream <laughs> video games and Twitch 
video games and Twitch. Video games and Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch. There we go. Haven't quite worked yeah. it up yet. Um, and and yeah, so that's that's basically what I do. I've been a content creator on and off for many years. Um, but yeah, I just I do things and I'm just a kind of all around hobbyist. Man, Love a good hobbyist. That is Love a, a good hobby. That's a much better introduction. Do you want to try again? I've no, been thinking about it. Because <laughs> even thinking of the things that Cam said, I don't have anything to add. I don't I don't really do anything on the regular. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm... Well, well, Kinross is on another podcast called the Permadeath Podcast that um, I also co-host. Uh, maybe stuff coming on that soon. Who knows? Probably not, but who knows? Yeah. Um, anyway... The first thing on our docket for today is just a general question to you guys. How are you? How are you coping? Uh, Because this time is uh, stressful for some people, but other people are thriving. So I just want to see how how you're doing with being, you know, cooped up, I suppose. I'll go for Cam first. (laughs) I was going to say, you're probably going to need to lead this a little bit. Um... I am, I'm all right. Like one of the, one of the things that kind of comes up a lot when I talk to people, particularly at my job, is um, I kind of have a rep at work for being the the guy that sort of sits in the corner, doesn't really talk to anyone, and uh, I think a lot of people don't really know how to approach me. As a result, I kind of I'm kind of the loner guy, bit nerdy, um, but no one like nobody dislikes me or anything like that it's just they're unsure and that's just because i'm an awkward guy but um that i think that's because a lot of my relationship building and a lot of the connections that i have have been cultivated through many many years of being just online and Mm. as a result of that um i've probably adjusted better to this than a lot of other people that are around our age group uh, who maybe didn't have that during their their like early and mid childhood going into teenage years. So yeah. um, when when people ask me, I'm like, yeah. So I've adjusted quite well because I don't go out a whole lot anyway. However, yeah, yeah. In saying that, the the lack of the lack of the option to go outside. Like I know we can go outside once a day for our government sanctioned exercise. <laughs> but besides that not having the flexibility to go outside when I want and and do what I want um is is quite stressful I think after this is what we're on week 4 now approaching week 4 mm-hmm. it that's getting tough cuz like one of the things for me is because I don't see people regularly um outside of work I pin a lot of value on hopping on a train and going to see you know yourselves my friends in Birmingham um I I place a lot of value in that stuff because I don't get to do it very often Mm. and I need to kind of get a lot of my physical interaction with friends time in at that point and that's not an option right now Mm. I I was thinking the other day the last like maybe like a week or so before we went into lockdown I was in Manchester Mm. (laughs) um because I went to go and visit you and Emily and I was like it's a good job that everything fell into place where I could do, like, the weekend before that I was in Birmingham, I got my phone repaired in that, like, week 
before I went to Birmingham, I went and got my hair done, and then I went to Manchester and hung out with you guys for the weekend, and I was just thinking, it was such a good job that I did all of that, because I'm like, like, I miss, I miss you all, but it's also not been that long, and I feel like that has charged me a little bit. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a reason. Stay positive. That people are, like, making the joke of 2020 is already four years long. Um, because even though it has only been three and a half weeks at this point, it feels like bloody forever, even though for, for well, all of us, nothing has overly changed in terms of how we mm. live our lives. Um, it's, it is just like suddenly options are gone and there's just more restrictions i guess on on what we're able to do and thus it feels a lot longer like from from my point of view the only the only big thing hanging above my head particularly is um i'm in i'm in like like i mentioned before i'm in a very lucky position where i can work from home my um and the place that i work for is very uh stable and because everyone can operate from home there's basically been very little impact on my job so job security for me which i know is a big thing for a lot of people at the Mm -hmm. moment is um is fine however my my lovely wife emily um she she works for debenhams and Mm -hmm. obviously there's been a lot going around on the news at the moment about what's going on with them yeah so she's on the government furlough at the moment but of course, that is still until until I see or until she sees, should I say, the first kind of payment from that go in, and we know right, okay, we're all good. Um, that's yeah. There's that big question mark hanging above our heads, and of course, with with that being coupled on top of the fact that it's Debenhams and they've recently declared that they're going into administration, while that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to go out of business, it obviously a lot of people associate it with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little, little bit scary. And if it, if it did, again, like, I'm quite lucky, it wouldn't affect us too badly. But what it would mean is that when all the restrictions are lifted, we would be a bit up a creek. Yeah. In terms of being able to do the things that we like to be mm-hmm. able to do. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything works out well. Yeah, and like I say, dis- despite that, um, we're, we're doing okay. It's just the kind of stir craziness thing is slowly kicking in. Mm. But you're going to get that. Yeah. How about you, Kinross? Um, so much, much like Mr. Load. Um... <laughs> Don't. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be killed later on. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I already spent like ninety nine percent of my time. Um, at home um, my social life is pretty much entirely online um, so that that aspect hasn't hasn't been too bad the problem that I have is that I am not able to work from home um, and so whilst I am on like reduced rotor I am having to go out and it's a frustrating experience to basically see the country sort of every I know I know all these people are like staying at home and doing this that and the other and to see how 
many people aren't following that instruction or just being real weird about it. I I would honestly be enjoying this this lockdown a lot more if I didn't have to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Um and obviously it 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 fiddles with things like food shops and whatnot because um there are no delivery slots unless you're in uh dire need uh, or very lucky so basically all my food shopping is done from a very tiny little tesco that just about holds enough stock for for all the people who also live in the area around around work um but now uh, otherwise it's it's pretty much business as normal which is nice to have some sort of semblance of normal um yeah I, I i can understand that to quite a large degree i think because uh i'm in a very similar situation where i before spent a lot of time inside i don't you know live close to any of my friends so it's more of an event when i see them mm-hmm. like i'll see them once every couple months or whatever um yeah. So I spend a lot of time inside anyway. I work from home um, with reselling, uh, which has been a bit more difficult because I don't like leaving the house because um, I'm asthmatic and I'm afraid, <laughs> which means I can't go to the post office without making a plan of action and making sure that I have everything that I need to stay as safe as possible while I'm out because we've had a fair amount of local cases now. Um, so I think the only time that I ever feel anxious about something is when I know I have to go out. Um, you know, when you think I've got to get food and I've seen the queues for the supermarket. Yeah. I I have no choice but to go. (laughs) I'm curious to see how many people are going to end up, um, developing an element of agoraphobia, um, or claustrophobia as a result of this they're either gonna hate going outside anymore or they're gonna hate being inside <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah i think i think that this is just gonna be a very interesting optimistic few weeks <laughs> yeah honestly you know, I'm... just uh sorry just to butt in there uh, i honestly quite i quite like the cues for the supermarket maybe that's just my <laughs> british blood is it because everyone's staying so far apart so you know it's more i think it's more the general thing of um when you go when you do when you obviously have to wait for a while to get in but i would gladly take that in exchange for the supermarket not being anywhere near as crowded when you go in Mm, that's true it's just it's a lot once once you're in it's a lot easier to be in and out and leave and um i guess one of the one of the fascinating things for for me kind of observing everything that's going on and how people are reacting to it from a from like a systematic standpoint is stuff like that it's like would it would it be overall more efficient to have a system like that and would it be sustainable knowing how impatient people can be but i guess from from my mindset is like you probably net gain time from just waiting in a queue for 10 minutes i I think that I mean, I've I have not gone into a supermarket. Um, the last time I went to a supermarket was that first weekend when suddenly everyone was panic buying toilet paper, um, yeah. and 
I've basically said I'm going to avoid it at that point because even then it was a miserable experience. Yeah. Uh, either trying to find the stuff that you want or to just move around the like the place was rammed with people with trolleys of stuff. I was just like, you know what, I can't be asked with this, but I do walk past um, an Aldi, an M&S, and a Sainsbury's for for getting from the bus to work. And every time I see those queues, I'm like, I I don't want to wait around because I don't trust the people that I'm standing around because yeah. most of them don't understand what two meters is, um, and I don't want to queue for 15 20 minutes to then go into a shop and find that there's nothing that I actually want. Yeah, um, I would rather big. go to rather go to a smaller place where I'm in and out and if I don't get what I want no biggie. I only yeah. lost like 5 minutes. That's fair enough. I suppose the point that I'm that I'm trying to make is more it's interesting to see how people are responding to it. And because like the other thing is like this this system right now we're extremely lucky that the weather is like supports it. If this had happened in like midwinter, no chance. Oh, People yeah. would not would not queue outside. I wouldn't queue outside. So, um, but I guess the point that I'm making is once once everything's passed, whenever that may be, and things are things are lifted and things kind of go back to some state of normalcy, it would be nice, um, if not maybe a little optimistic, to see what things are kept. Hmm. You know what I hope is kept. Hand washing? Hand washing. Because apparently <laughs> no one did that before <laughs> based on the last yeah, month or so. It's like suddenly everyone's buying all the soap. They're like, I mm. need soap to wash my hands. People are I remember like... when I went into Morrison's that first like when I went to initially get supplies, like <laughs> they're long gone now, but uh I went to get like my week's worth of shopping and I was like, you know what I need? I need to replenish the soap because we have one bar left for both the kitchen and the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I need to buy another bar of soap. Did they have any? Did they hell? <laughs> like, um, it was just like all of a sudden people are like, oh my god, soap will save me. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a part of it that some people... Sorry. We're just like overbuying it either for hoarding reasons or reselling or whatever. And maybe people are washing their hands as much as they always have been. They're just like hoarding more. But mm. it definitely felt like people didn't understand that, that hand washing was a thing that you should do. I think one of the reasons for that, though, is that um, and I think this kind of comes down to teaching because I, I don't know about about your U2's experience in school. But they don't teach, or they, in, I don't know what it's like now, but when I was in school, they didn't teach you, like, basic life skills. Um, no. Well, exactly. I mean, I think there's an assumption there that the parents are going to, but mm. I think one of the things is that, I think part of the reason why people maybe didn't take as much care and attention into washing their hands is because they perhaps don't understand why it's important and how it works. Because um, I'll, I'll be honest, I watched a video not too long ago explaining how soap kills bacteria. Um, and I didn't know any of that. And now I'm like, oh, now that I know that soap needs time to work, I'm suddenly finding myself washing my hands for much longer. 
Yeah, I think that's the thing that I've changed is I used to just be like, right, I'm going to wash my hands. Quick, like, yeah. five second rub of the soap under the water. Right, done. Um, when you should be singing at least two <laughs> rounds of happy birthday to yourself. <laughs> but for anyone for anyone who doesn't know, the, the reason why it's important is because bacteria, the, the, uh, the genetic material that, that causes viruses and things like that is protected by a layer of fat. And um, water just kind of washes off that it's a natural thing that it's developed to protect itself against things like that it's why they're so resilient and soap like one thing that is common knowledge is soap is is acidic and the reason why it's acidic is because it basically burns away that layer of fat so you can actually destroy the the actual virus bit and that's why you need to wash your hands for about 20 seconds because that's the amount of time it takes to strip away that layer of fat and um, right. yeah and I, I watched that and I was like oh wow okay I know a thing that I didn't know I basically before. feel like I've never washed my hands before <laughs> well exactly and I think that's the thing like if people don't understand why they're doing something they're not going to do it mm. Mm. I think that because obviously there's a lot of instructional videos and things coming out and I think that the most informative one to me I don't know if you've seen it is it's similar to the um, why sunscreen is good for your face video where it's like, hey, here is all the UV light is blocking. And it's basically showing you why the the hand wash technique of like in between the fingers, blah, 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 is the way that it is so that you actually see how much of the hand is covered by soap and therefore being cleaned by a normal person uh, and then by yeah. things like... Um, doctors and the like when they're actually scrubbing literally every inch and you're like oh that's why it's the way that it is because i i do tend to forget about the back of the hand mm-hmm. um yeah and in, I think in relation to the big one as well thumbs i sort of do the thumbs it's also the under the fingernails yeah. i forget sometimes um but to go back to your our kids being taught it from my time as uh, working in schools, they ain't. Uh, I I I was working with kids from like uh, foundation, reception, kindergarten, whatever you want to call it, through till year six. And at no point was how to wash your hands a thing. And now that I think about it, I think I learned from mum and dad because they were working in like the medical profession, and they're like, "This is how you actually wash your hands." Um. So. You know. Yeah, I think I was taught. You know you should wash your hands after, you know, Everything. using the bathroom before you handle food or whatever. But I don't, like, we didn't know that you needed to, you know, spend 20 seconds with the soap because that's not, I don't I don't think the reason that soap works is particularly common knowledge. People are just, like, mm. learning it quite, quite recently. It's, so. just, it's just clean, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think that part of the 20 second thing is that it was probably something that I knew at one point, but it falls into the you should chew your food thirty times before you swallow it. It's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, maybe yes, but am I going to chew this bit of beans on toast for thirty seconds? No, that's a waste. <laughs> <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah, um, but it, it, that leads into a kind of a deeper opinion that I have about things like should kids be taught more about politics and, and stuff like mm, that? And, mm. and I think so. But that's that's an entirely different conversation. I think the point that I'm making is just that it's 
it's good that this information is getting out there and getting yes. to people now, but it but should will be it last? More... <laughs> yeah, will it last? And um, like people, people forget stuff mm. as well. So like maybe even people that were taught the importance of washing your hands when you were a kid, that that knowledge and that kind of vigilance erodes over time. Yeah, it'll be it'll be curious to see uh, what actually sticks around from this period of time to when we go back to normal like i don't think things are gonna be exactly as they were before well, I feel no like... and i hope not because i i'm hoping personally that this is a wake-up call for a lot of people in power being like if we don't if we don't do something this is gonna happen again and it will happen again i mean it seems to happen every so often it's just this one seems to be the oh, biggest one. This, like this we've one had effect- swine flu, and we've had bird flu, and we've had foot and mouth disease, and you know, this one seems to be the biggest one. For I think me, it's, and... it's it's got something to do with if I if if I remember correctly, I may be wrong, but um, it's it's to do with how easily transferred COVID nineteen is. Mm. Um, whereas like bird flu and swine flu, because it was something that hopped from one species to another, while it was very dangerous, it was more difficult to transfer it from human to human it was possible but it was it was nowhere near as easily spread one thing just going back to um ken ross you mentioned the the video about about washing hands and how to do it effectively Mm -hmm. one other thing that i did see that was interesting i think it was the state of ohio i could be wrong but it was definitely like uh, an american like state branch produced a video that i saw on twitter recently i think it was yesterday um illustrating the effectiveness of social distancing Is and the, the ping pong ball yes and it was, I it, love that. it was awesome like the way that it did it was basically they had loads of mouse traps um all kind of tightly packed into an area mm-hmm. and then they dropped one ping pong ball in the center so obviously what happened was the ping pong ball hit the middle one yeah. that one like pinged and flew off and it showed the kind of um the the effect of like those mouse traps land on other mouse traps and they <laughs> all they all go off and kind of the the ripple effect of that and how it yep. basically settled them all off and then it showed another clip where they were spread apart by a few inches or whatever yep. and they throw the ping pong ball in again and it didn't trigger any of them because mm. it just passed through the gaps and I thought that was a really good way of showing in simple terms like this is why it works yeah I think and there's I just want to like reiterate to people who are like having a hard time with the social distancing thing that if you are staying at home um and this doesn't apply to people who like work if you have to leave the house to go to work that's fine but if you are staying at home and struggling with it you are still doing the right thing even if it's hard um because like i just cannot stress (laughs) Um, Don't stress. how important it is to me personally to see that people are doing it because it means that people care about other uh, people. others who don't have you know strong immune systems and have yeah. conditions like COPD and whatever like I don't know there's just something really comforting and nice about that and if you are doing that thank you if you're yeah. not Keep doing it, do it. And I think I think this I think this borders on something that you wanted to talk about as well, Ebby, which is there are going to be some people that are sat at home that um, are maybe on furlough, who don't don't have a lot to do. They can't go outside, and there's going to be this external pressure 
to maybe even internal like pressure to feel like you have to do something productive with your time mm. and so go on. um i wanted to have like one word topics for these episodes uh and the the first one is goals and what should you be doing with your time what does what does having a goal mean and oh my god i have to do nanowrimo now that i'm in isolation yeah. and um it's not november yeah we ju- we just sort of you know um na 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 quarimo na quarimo hashtag that um yeah the main thing that we wanted to talk about is if we have goals what we think is a good goal to have or maybe perhaps a bit detrimental to you or you know just that whole topic around making the most of your time while still doing the right thing and social distancing Mm -hmm. um so how did cam came up with a good point when we were talking about this um episode prior to recording it yeah um when i said that i thought goals would be a first uh, like a good first topic so if you wanted to explain what your opinion was on hashtag goals on hashtag goals goals. yeah so we kind of touched on it just now but there's um everyone's very scared Uh, everyone's very stressed out because of these these circumstances that we find ourselves thrust into and as a as a result um don't I guess the point is like if you if you have something that you want to do with this time that you find yourself with great go for it but be sensible and don't don't feel like you have to um as we were saying before just just staying in your home and practicing social distancing and taking some time to just relax and try to stay calm is already achieving something you're already protecting the people around you so don't feel like you're being lazy or being defeated or anything like that. Um, don't put pressure on yourself because it it, yeah. it kill it kills any kind of creative or motivational drive um, instantly. Mm. The the feel the feeling of of guilt and it's something that because Emily and I are both very creative people and yeah. um, we've both individually being trapped in in the guilt cycle which is you sit there feeling like i really should be doing something and because you're so busy using your your mental assets thinking about how guilty you feel about not doing the thing you can't find the energy to do the thing Mm. and it just gets worse and worse and worse and i worry that a lot of people are going to i mean you see it on social media and stuff all the time, like all of these Facebook posts and whatever saying like, if you're not doing something with this time, you're wasting a gift. And it's like, this, this isn't a gift. It's a pandemic. Chill out. You know, some, <laughs> some people struggled, are struggling to cope with that. Let, mm. let them just exist so that they can continue to exist afterwards. Yeah, I think that that's something that, I mean, I struggle with it in general anyway like when i have free time that i should be trying to do something either to progress um whatever target i have at the time or to 
better myself in one way or another and I've been struggling to do that when I'm regularly working and doing all of the normal life stuff so the moment that I do have like reduced hours or whatever I'm like man now's the time you ain't doing it what the hell is wrong with you and half half of the fight is trying to get myself out of that that rut and hopefully by the end of this I'll have managed it if you I guess my thing is like if you if you have a goal you have to be you have to be you have to be willing to push yourself a little bit because that's what a goal is ultimately it's a challenge but you have to also be realistic yeah. and whatever whatever your goal is it needs to be simple and it needs to be achievable and i don't think you know like i'm going to i'm going to use this time to master a new skill isn't reasonable or achievable i'm going to learn to play the piano in 3 weeks no you're not what you're going to do is you're going to get to that end of that three, three weeks and then feel like crap because you've not mastered the piano. Maybe instead say, I'm going to have a go. Yeah. I think um, I set myself some goals for this period of time just so that when it gets to the point where we can go outside and live normal lives again, I'm in a pretty good position to just push on with the, the goals that I set out for myself at the beginning of the year. Because um, I know that some of those goals are just not going to be achievable because the world is shut down. Which is fine, I'm not going to beat myself up about not being able to do things because of the situation. Um, But the goals that I've set for myself are small. They're not like, I must write an entire thesis on um, why... Utano Prince Summer is a awful show. Deep look into <laughs> social structure and you know you know. Yeah. Um the goals that I've set for myself are like, I really want to read the second book in the Witch series. Um, you know, I'd like to finish that because I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um I want to make my living space a little bit less cluttered. So maybe just like sort some clothes out that I can donate when the pandemic is over and uh, some other stuff. Uh, streaming is another one for me. Like I'm finding streaming helpful and I'm finding that people are saying it's helpful to them as well to have just background noise mm-hmm. and another person there, um, which is great. And I want to make candles. Like, I want to get into candle making again. So, like, they are small and achievable goals that I can do. But, like, at the end of the day, if they don't get done and then suddenly we're out of quarantine, I'm not going to be like, what a waste of time that was. I'm just going to be like, okay, well, I didn't achieve it. But, you know, I can still do them. I I can still... I think the important thing to take away from that there, from what you've said, is they were things that you were planning to do anyway. And I yes, think, I think that is that is important. So, like for me personally, the things that I've set out to do is um, similar to you in the sense of I'm just kind of doubling down on things that I was that I was already doing and already enjoying. So, like similar to you, streaming is one of those things. Like mm-hmm. um, we, Emily and I, stream once a week. So I've moved that up to three times a week and trying to get into a rhythm of that. 
And then the other thing is just, um, like I said, like I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for just over a year now and kind of getting to grips with how to run those games and how to play them. So I'm just dedicating a little bit more time each day to reading articles about it, reading the books that I've bought and just kind of experimenting and, and absorbing new things. It could be as simple as, is there a video game sitting on your shelf that you've been meaning to play for ages and you've never got round to it? Maybe now's yeah. the time to give it a go. You don't have to finish it. Just pop just it in it. for a bit. Yeah. Like, I think those are like simple goals that people are not going to beat themselves up about. And I think it's also fine to have a goal of just taking care of yourself. Like, treating yourself to a bubble bath or doing a face mask if that's what you want to do or busting out the fancy tea because you deserve it but like i think taking care of yourself is also a good goal to have um and just like i don't know just look after yourselves make make that priority numero uno mm -hmm. i think keeping in contact with others is an important one as well because like we like all three of us have said kind of in unison we're all more or less fine apart from the the struggles that everyone is facing with mm. this because yeah. I, because the majority of our social structure hasn't been affected um we're, we're doing very well you know despite the circumstances however um you need to be careful not to assume that just because you're all right meaning means that everyone else is yeah so maybe consider the people in your life that may not be having such a good time and just take some time out so i mean for example um there's a member of my family who has been uh greatly affected by this because she's just not she's not a technical person she's never been a technical person and it's been fascinating to see her uh, like learn to use Skype and kind of have the situation thrust her into the 21st century. Um, <laughs> but it, it's funny just talking to her. You can just tell that that yeah. it is affecting her. Um, and just and you you don't have to, but maybe just think if you've got a few minutes to yourself and you you are feeling like oh you know what I'm doing I'm doing okay right now. Maybe give give someone a ring and just make sure they're okay. Yeah. I think I think I need to make a better effort at doing that with think, my grandma in particular. I think everybody does, honestly. Um, because my grandma is a very outdoorsy person, and she is definitely over seventy, so definitely has to stay inside. <laughs> um, and I rang her like three weeks ago, and she was okay. And I think because I she was okay at the time, I've been like really complacent about it but i think i need to try and ring her more often and make sure that g and g are doing well yeah yeah you can't assume just because you talk to someone once and they're fine that they're going to continue <laughs> to be so um but again it's the whole thing of don't don't put pressure on yourself mm. um, just because you didn't do it don't feel like you're an evil um like callous person just because you didn't ring your grandma one time mm. um it's just it's just another thing to maybe think about and if you find yourself in a position where you're like yeah i can do this then then do it but it's sometimes you've got to focus on yourself and, and your needs as a person and 
and I- ironically, um, earlier this week was one day where I've never needed to be more on my own than ever before, even <laughs> before quarantine started, just because I had a really bad day at work. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like a lot's changed, but as much as has changed, an equal amount has stayed the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, if you've ever been on a plane, it's the uh, make sure you put your own mask on before you try and help someone else. Yeah. Like, that's a really take, good t- analogy. Take care of yourself first, and if you'll if, be better if you, equipped to take care of others. Exactly, and if you are struggling to put that mask on, bother the person, quote unquote, mm. next to you, and ask for some just a little bit of help. Well, that's, I mean, that's the other thing as well, though. To to bear in mind is because I'm I'm guilty of this as well. If if I'm struggling, like I have I have other issues besides just being stuck in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when I struggle with those those issues, I am the last person that will reach out to somebody else, and I, I know th- I know that I'm guilty of that. Um, but unfortunately, it's one of those things where, by the time you realise that you're in that kind of state, it's too late. Yeah. Um. So there there are situations like that where maybe there are people that you know that you go like, oh, they're not the kind of person that's going to reach out if they're in trouble. I'll just poke them. And just be like, yeah. hey, are you okay? And just go from there. I mean, and then even if they lie and say, lie and say yeah, I am. Uh, they'll still uh, appreciate it. Yeah, at least they'll be like, hey, that guy actually asked if I was alright. Yeah. But at the same time, don't let them deluge their problems onto you. You're, yeah. you're there to be, you're there as a support, not as a therapist. Like, none of us Unless, unless you happen to be, <laughs> unless you none, are none, of us, none of us, are, none of us are trained professionals. Yeah, you're not. You are not equipped, and you're you're going through your own stuff right now. But you're just you're just there to be a kind of a shoulder sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We're all in this yeah. together at the end of the day. So, yeah, try not to go because some people do this. Some people are really. Um, magnanimous and they will they will kind of let everyone take put all of their problems onto them and kind of be the sounding board for everything and it it drags people down yes and it might not be you know you as the person contributing your problem to the pile of problems you you won't realize it because in a vacuum you're just kind of venting at somebody hmm I think that's just good advice for general life as well, even outside of quarantine. Um, is just don't take on too many problems without yeah. dealing with your own. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to be. And again, this is. I think this is a. It's trying to trying to make the best of a bad situation because it like. And this is the thing that needs to be stressed: is this is a bad situation. So, don't feel bad if you can't reach out to everyone that you've ever spoken to since primary school. Don't feel bad if you can't master the piano in three weeks, like I mentioned before, because at the end of the day, we are working our way through a crisis. And if you're just staying at home doing nothing, you're still achieving something. Um, yes. I, I've forgotten the point that I was that I was trying to make. <laughs> um, Don't beat I think yourself that, up for, for taking things easy. Yeah, and by the by the end of this it's like yeah, as, as you said i think 
this is a good opportunity and i think not even an opportunity i think it'll happen to people without them realizing is um people are becoming more introspective with this time that they've got on their own at home and maybe these things about like oh you know just being more considerate of other people's feelings and um maybe thinking about the situations that other people are in besides themselves i mean hopefully that will kind of rise more to the surface yeah i would like it if we came out the other side of this with just people having a stronger sense of community yeah. as well if people can um, come out because... the other of this slightly more compassionate than when they went in that's a win yeah in some ways anyway but um one thing that i really look forward to every week now is the uh thursday evening 8 p.m uh clap for key workers that some people are doing um apparently neither of you have really heard it but we heard one um the other day it might have been thursday actually um yeah it was <laughs> yeah it was definitely thursday because it was while i was streaming <laughs> 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 was it yeah yeah so i I heard it outside and i think i was being loud at the time but yeah right. so anyway um but that's one of my favorite parts of the week now because um we all go out onto the front of the house uh have a couple of minutes where we clap one guy down the street has a trumpet another guy has a bell someone's got one firework to let off every week and we all just like stand outside clap for a bit uh shout at each other and say oh you're doing all right yeah i'm doing fine thanks and then at the end of that two minutes we all start going back inside and everyone is shouting you know stay safe to each other and there's just something like really nice about that considering i don't know a single person who lives around me Mm -hmm. um i don't know any of their names I don't know anything about them, but every week we just get to see each other and say, oh, remember to stay safe. And there's just something really nice about that. And I think that will be something that I actually miss when this is over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's really nice. And I do, like, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I say I, I don't do it. Um, there's no particular reason why I don't. I don't want to um, be the one guy in my entire area who does it. <laughs> That's my problem. I don't want to be the first penguin to jump into the into the water. Yeah. Maybe if I started, suddenly everyone else will. But because no one is doing it, I don't want to be like, I'm just going to clap outside now. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, for me, there are, there are plenty of people in the in the block of the block of apartments that I live in that that do it. That I wouldn't feel like I stand out or anything like that. It's just not. It, I don't know. I just it's just not in my personality to to do stuff like that mm-hmm. and yeah. um i don't feel guilty because i know in myself that i am extremely grateful for the people that risk themselves all the time to make sure that everybody's everybody's safe and i am confident in the knowledge that i know that they know that i appreciate that um i don't i, I feel like i don't need to make that gesture mm-hmm. however I do appreciate and respect the people that do uh, for, for very similar reasons that, that, that you've given Ebby as well is that it's like um, it, it kind of brings together this sense of community in a way, yeah. like you're all coming together to support something that is very valuable to all of you. Yeah. Even if it's just for those two minutes a week, yeah, it's, it's just a nice thing that happens. Um, 
and it's just you know you don't get to see people very often who are not the people that you live with or whatever so it's just nice to see a different face <laughs> yeah. i guess the, the point um, the point that i was making is just if you if you can't or you don't want to don't feel bad like it's it's a no, thing absolutely it's a thing that happens and you're the, you're welcome to join in if you want to if you don't join in it doesn't mean you hate the nhs i don't think there's a single person who has like a heart in this country that doesn't appreciate the nhs exactly. and frontline workers right now even like regardless of if they clap for key workers or not yeah um you know i i would like to think that going forward from this maybe people will be more proactive in this i don't want to politicize this too much but you know writing to their mps about nurses having to pay for parking and nurse pay rises and those sorts of things <laughs> that's yeah. something that i'm really hopeful for it's, it's situations like these where um there's a lot there's a lot on the line and maybe um it kind of strikes a, a, a line underneath what is really important yes um, because you don't really appreciate how how essential people like supermarket workers are, or postmen, or Amazon delivery people. Like you don't appreciate how essential they are to your life yeah. until the threat of them not being there is, you know, a bit too yeah, much. I mean, what I, what I do, um, I guess this is kind of my my thing that I do instead. Of going out on my balcony and, and and clapping on Thursday evenings is when I go out to to do a shop, I will make an effort to thank each and every person that does something for me while I'm out shopping. So yeah. from the person who lets me in to the to the supermarket, um, you know the the person who's kind of monitoring the queue, to the person who oversees the um, the self serve checkouts at the end. I'll make sure to even if I don't say thank you I'll if I can make eye contact with them just smile at them and just let it be known that I appreciate the fact that they're there. Yeah. I think that's a nice a nice thing to do is just make people feel like they're appreciated because god knows they must be getting some awful customers in right now. Yeah. So just do what you can to be a positive force I guess. Um when when out and about yeah because you might you might be the only person that does that that you might be the only person that does that that day yeah and that's going to be that that might be really important to to that person you may be the one person that helps them get into work the next day yeah and you might you you equally might not it's probably more likely that you won't be but that doesn't matter as long as you are just being a good person and the best like person you can be to others yeah and maybe that go, kind of cycling back round to the the topic of of this podcast is maybe that in of itself is a good healthy goal to have. Just maybe take some time to appreciate what you've got and let it be known that you do. Yeah. In whatever in whatever way you feel is appropriate. Even if it's just a vague tweet saying I'm super thankful for the guy at Morrison's that always says hello to me because I wear an Overwatch backpack sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, uh. bro. Um, but I guess wrapping, sort of wrapping up, uh, we have some, you know, 
odd little bits and pieces that I wish to talk about. So, first things first, I actually meant to do this earlier, but I was going to explain the title of the podcast, <laughs> which is A Cup of Nepenthe. So, some of you will know, Cam here is my DM for a regular Saturday game of Dungeons and Dragons. And good. in that game, I play a tiefling cleric who is called Nepenthe. And I was thinking about, like, before we started playing the game and before I like came up with this character, I knew that she was a tiefling, and I knew that she was going to be a cleric. And that was basically all I knew. So I started looking up virtue names and came across the word Nepenthe, and it just stuck with me, so I decided to call her that. And the reason that I think it's also appropriate for this podcast as well is that uh, Nepenthe was actually a... It's described as a drink or a drug that is supposed to banish grief from a person's mind and banish sadness from a person's mind. Um, which... don't know if Nepenthe's done that with recent things that have happened in that game. <laughs> However... You know, we all need a little bit of Nepenthe now and again. So I think it I think it worked kind of kind of pulling away from from her as a character and, and looking at it on a on a meta level. Um I think it kind of has a weird parallel with everything because when, when we first started playing back then, you didn't really appreciate her as a character. If I don't That's I hope you true. don't I hope you don't, I hope you don't mind me saying that, but you, you really no, didn't like her. <laughs> Um, and no, it, I didn't. And it wasn't until maybe maybe a couple of months ago where um, she was in real dire straits and uh, you almost lost her that you almost, like, realised how much you cared about her. Yep, pretty much. Uh, so and... I, that's quite... It's it's strangely... Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's... Um, it's kind of a good allegory for things that are going on, maybe. Yeah. D don't appreciate how good things are until you nearly lose them or don't have them anymore. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect on so many levels. Uh, but I wanted to explain that because otherwise this podcast title makes not a lot of sense. Side note, um, side note one thing you could do while in quarantine is, is just try out D&D. It's great. You should. I, I am. I look I'm forward to every to Saturday. That, that is my, try, try, my mini try, Trying is enough though. That's like don't maybe just even have a look at it. You can find the basic rules for free online. Just have a look at it and maybe go, is this for me? If not, doesn't matter. If so, get a couple of people together and just be like, we're going to try out Dungeons and Dragons because it's a great game. Isn't there a free uh, Blood Hunter one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. In yeah. fact, now now that, now that we mention it, um, just going going off the rails onto this topic for a sec. Now is a good time to do it because Wizards of the Coast are making a lot of their published content free right now mm -hmm. to help out with this and i don't know if it's still up by the time that this will be done but have a look because the the lost minds of fandelba which was the first published adventure that they ever released with the fifth edition starter set is currently free so oh, go and get it perfect because yeah. this this goes into the next thing that i wanted to talk about which is cool businesses doing cool things so, Wizards of the Coast giving out free content for you to, you know, enjoy. I think that there might be a page on D&D &D Beyond listing all of the currently free content. 
but yeah, I'm there's a, not there's sure. a lot of, um, they're, they're if there a is a link to it, I will put it in the description of this video so that you can go and check that out if you are interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you do happen to get involved and uh, try some stuff out, if you've got any questions, um, feel free to ask me. Uh, I'm sure Ebby won't mind either, even though she'll probably just forward them on to me. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, I'm, I am more than happy to talk about D&D with anyone give us something to do yeah. it's consumed my life and I think now that this is all kicking off even more so yeah it's, it's a good hobby to have especially if you already have an online game going um Oh yeah, and which we we that's... were very fortunate to already have one of those going yeah, before this if happened you're, um, so... if you're one of the one of the many people that that, I, that I'm aware of that have kind of tabletop games that you play with friends in real life and you're thinking, oh, crap, you know, I can't do this right now because of, because of that. There are plenty of resources online now from people who have the exact same problem as you into, um, into how to use online tools to solve that problem. One guy that I can recommend is uh, Mike Shea, who runs uh, slyflourish.com. Uh, he's recently done an article about how to play the game online and that comes from the perspective of somebody who up until this point had played all of their games in person so it, it's coming from the point of view of somebody who's new to playing online whereas for like me and Ebby for example that's pretty much our entire career yeah <laughs> um, if you are interested in a, any of that stuff I will try and leave links to everything I'll, um, I'll, I'll, send you a, so. I'll send you a link over for that article Ebby that you can Perfect. pop in there if you want Perfect. Uh, so other cool businesses doing cool stuff. Um, funnily enough, going on from the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, there's a company, a UK company, called D and Dice, who are doing hashtag Nat Twenty Beats Nineteen, um, <laughs> which uh, is a little incentive thing that they've got going on, where they are selling blind bags of dice sets for £9.95 each to raise money for personal protective equipment for the NHS. So, if you like dice like I do, and you want to do something good, the proceeds, I believe most of the proceeds from this go towards the NHS. And also, D and Dice are a super cool they're, company they anyway. Are, they, are, they are really good. They're, they're super chill. <clears throat> now you can be a um, dice goblin and helpful. <laughs> see... This this is me just enabling myself, going, oh, but I don't need any more dice. I don't need but... Them, but I want to help. So but I've, I want to help. I've so got to I buy guess I 300 pounds co- worth of dice. Yeah, like, I'm just going to buy some dice. 300 pounds. Pounds. So I will leave a link to that in the description as well if you are interested in getting a loot bag of a dice set. Uh... And that will buy masks and PPE and stuff for NHS workers, which is good. Yep. Uh, and the last company that I have for this episode is a company, again, that I've another UK company that I've been a big fan of for many a year, called Game Tea, hey. who uh, were, I believe they're out of stock now, but they were giving away their entire stock of bandanas to customers to use as makeshift masks based on advice from the CDC. Um, I got mine today, actually, because I thought, you know what? Perfect opportunity for me to buy some candles. (laughs) Um, 
Last and I saw, I got... they were they were trying to get hold of more. So yes. the, yeah. the promotion isn't over. Keep it's, an eye on it. Temporarily on hold. Yeah, and the the little thing says this is not a substitute substitute for medical PPE. Stay safe, adventurers. Love the game, T girls. Which is sweet. Bless them. They're really good. Like um, I I only got um introduced to them by you yourself last year at Games Expo. And yes. their, their stuff is really good. It's just like good quality stuff. And I'm probably good gonna quality, be making an good order. designs. Yeah. I'm Lots probably gonna be making an order an, an order. I'm gonna be an making audio. an order from them in a couple of weeks when payday rolls are aimed. They've got some good stuff on there. If you like video games, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, definitely check this one mm-hmm. out. If you, if you like they boxes. do all sorts of stuff, don't they? Yeah, boxes, t shirts, they do dice, dice and all sand sorts timers. of all sorts of if you want a fa- yeah, if you want a fancy, now. fancy egg timer, um, made of wood, and obviously sand, <laughs> um, <laughs> and obviously sand. And, well, yeah, you can't, you can't know. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, I guess you could do it with sawdust, but it'd be unreliable. Um, um yeah, Game Two are a great company, um, and I think it's important as well that we try and support small businesses and local businesses. As much as we can, yeah. During and after this is all over, so moving on to Ebby's top sock song recommendation. <laughs> Ebby's top, top sock. <laughs> this Ebby's is my favourite striped sock. Um, <laughs> no, I have some Emily's song the... recommendations. <laughs> Sorry, what? I was going to say on the topic of socks, Emily's waiting for some uh, some cat print socks to arrive today. She's, oh, she's yes. very excited. It's the little Small things. things. Yeah. <laughs> are they are they like um, those? Th- sorry, are they like those thick grip socks that have like little paw prints on them. No, or is it just she, that it's covered in she, paw prints. She she wanted she wanted the beans on the bottom. Um, oh my god! They no they they they're not covered in them. They're like striped socks, but they have the beans printed on the bottom. Oh okay. So they're kind of oh, that's and, cute. Yeah, it's cute. Emily's got a good sock game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, song recommendations for something that might cheer you up if you are feeling a little bit sad. And I have a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is that I wanted to mention that Baby Metal, uh, the uh, uh, kawaii metal band from <laughs> Japan, uh, have released two of their concerts for free on YouTube temporarily. Uh, these are usually very, very expensive to purchase. So... I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you can. There's two baby metal concerts that you can go and watch right now for free. It's temporary, so it's not going to be there forever. But you know, if you it. wanted to, it's got an intro from a skeleton man telling you to oh stay home, God. stay home, stay metal, stay home, stay metal. That's that the is hashtag. <laughs> um, highly recommend because baby metal just smiles in some metal music. <laughs> And on the complete opposite end of the scale. <laughs> the complete opposite to metal. The complete opposite end of the scale. I want to recommend to you, <laughs> the listener. Oh god. Yeah. The god of scat. Scatman John. Um also god of Tetris. So <laughs> this this came about because Bill plays Tetris sometimes and someone recommend well, someone put in his song request uh Scatman's World by Scatman John. And since then, everybody has become some level of obsessed with this man. <laughs> um, 
Like, I don't know. Have you ever listened to uh, Scatman John before, Cam? I can't. I can't say that I have. You've, He's you, got you such ma- hits as uh, Ski Bup 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 Bup. Scatman. Are these the actual titles? Because no, they no, are. No. Oh, I wish. I think that the title I of think... that one is "I'm the Scatman." Brackets. Skibidibidib. I mean, like that's, that. uh, that's, that's close let me, enough. Let me let me just Google. Um, but uh, yeah, do a quick Google. So, Scatman John. Like, the songs became like this weird thing of Bill just did really really well whenever they randomly showed up in the queue. So he he reached sort of Twitch plays Pokemon Helix Fossil level of godhood of <laughs> if this show, song shows up he will do real well, but he um, was just generally a very positive kind of guy, um, trying yes. to spread um, positivity after um, hardships as a kid and and trying to sort of improve things through the medium that he found brought him an element of um of goodness it's interesting that as well because positive positivity sounds like part of a part of a scat beat (laughs) (laughs) positivity um the song is officially called scatman in brackets ski (laughs) oh amazing if you listen to that song i think you will recognize parts of it um but the songs that i wanted to recommend to everybody uh, we have Only You, which sounds like it should be in Mario Kart. Uh, yep. We have Everybody Jam, which is just a good party beat if you want to... And, and I, don't... I really like Jam, so... I don't think I, yeah. I don't think I have heard that one, to be honest with you. So that'll be on uh, my list. It's about a party down in Louisiana. Mm. Oh, come on, Everybody Jam. It's great. And uh, the last one is one of my favourites, which is Sing Now. Uh, and good. the lyrics to that one go sing now, whoa, the time is right now for everyone to be happy so you know, it's just a perfect time to listen to Scatman John um, and then just end up down the rabbit hole of listening to Scatman John and then watch an interview it sounds with the like man a joke it... and then play Tetris and then play Tetris no, he's, he's it does like... sound like a joke, but it's legit good stuff I feel like there's like an element of Bob Ross to it when you when oh, yeah. like when you're watching interviews with the guy, um, he's just a very chill I like, guy I like who wants people was, to be happy. I really appreciate how this just like started out as a meme in Bill's stream. Hundred percent. You guys have actually done like research and you've learned a lot about the guy and come to really appreciate his music. I think that's wonderful. He's great. I, I absolutely. I would say I am a scat fan. Of Scatman. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. The, it's the, just the really unfortunate that Scat has, you know, another meaning. Yeah. But we're talking about the mouth movement sound. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth movement sound. Sure, sure. Just, let's just move on. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, please. Oh. Okay. Uh, so we've done that. We've done that. And I think we're on to our last thing for today. Which is some good news that's... Uh, Unrelated this week to anything coronavirus related. Mm-hmm. Unrelated to anything related to coronavirus. <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit, bit of redundancy there, never hurt anyone. Yep. But uh, the first koalas have been released back into the wild after Australian bushfires. Hey, oh my god, that happened. Oh my. Well, that only finished <laughs> <Yes>. in <like laughs> January. <laughs> it's uh, not been that long. What a year. 
Um, but the first were released by Sydney-based conservation organisation Science for Wildlife, and they released 12 of the animals back into their natural habitat in the Blue Mountains on the 25th and 27th of March. That's amazing nice. news. Um, so there you go, some good news from, mm. I mean, from koalas. I mean, the, the secondary good news from that is, like, obviously the way that the news presented it, I didn't realise that there was anything left to release them back into. <laughs> well, so, I guess that means that Australia wasn't totally burnt to the ground, which is also good news. Australia's had a rough year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, but I think that basically brings us to the end of the first episode. Um, so thank you, Cam and Kinross, for joining me. Thank you. Um, I'm going to link Cam all of the Scatman John. Um, and he will be a fan as well. I've got some. So, I got some uh, some prep to do this afternoon, so that's probably going to be my backing track for it. Oh, I can't wait for it to be used in <laughs> its accidental in combat the game. music. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's everything. So we will see you next week. Stay safe, stay inside, and stay sane. And stay Thanks, metal. everybody. Take care. Stay metal. Bye bye. Bye bye.